0: Uh, prayer first Uh, father we just thank you for this morning lord we thank you for uh, just your mercy your long-suffering your graciousness lord we just ask you to be with us lord this morning as we as we learn in your word we ask you to be with pastor uh, Lego as he's home sick lord and be with pastor kenny during the message later on we just ask you to to meet with us today lord give us the strength an encouragement to go out to a lost and dying world. And Lord, that we just give you all the honor and glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, we'll be in Exodus uh, 2, if you could turn to Exodus 2. And uh, the memory verse for today is, By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents. And the theme they got for this is I, I like the theme. I usually don't mention the theme. You just I just I don't know. I just go on it. But the theme of, of this is uh, is faith. But it's not faith. It's it's about parents' faith. It's about how parents' faith affect their children, how it affects the lives of others, their families. And uh, I, I really like this because faith is faith is. It's it's the basis of our relationship with God. You know he. Must believe that he is, right? I mean, we have to believe he is. We got to go to him in faith. So with that, we'll start in Exodus 2 and verse 1. And there went a man out of the house of, of Levi and took, a, took wife, a daughter of Levi. And when the woman conceived and bare a son, and when she saw him that he, he was a, godly, a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took him. Uh, she took for him an ark of rushes, and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein, and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. And his sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the river's side. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, She saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him, and said, This one of the Hebrews' children. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go to call thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me. I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him unto unto Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son, and she called his name Moses. And she said, Because I drew him out of the water. Now, the first thing we notice is is, uh, Moses. He's uh, he's a healthy baby. And they're hiding him because, well, uh, Pharaoh put out an order to kill all the male childs of the Hebrews to keep them in check and uh, it 's funny how we see this uh, people, whether they know it or not, nothing's new and they, the lost people follow this Bible and they end up doing wrong things and doing this uh, back in nineteen I think it was like nineteen seventy nine China came out with that rule that if you had a girl that that 's it you know uh, and it wasn't really a girl was for far as fact more as the actual law stated that they only could have one child, and because of that they wanted. They wanted men, you know, men would help fight and they would help get into, you know, armies and help build things and do this and that. So they went along the lines of more of men. But it's funny, no matter what you choose, if you choose a girl or a boy, that affects your whole generation. That affects it. Uh, I believe China's gotten rid of that, like in 2016 or something like that, because they noticed that they're, they had all these guys, Nobody can do it. They can't go about it. But these these people here, they they wanted. They wanted God to, you know, be with them. They knew that it was wrong getting rid of any baby. So he was a healthy baby, and they put him and they, they they protected him. They hid him for as long as they could. So obviously he was just, you know, whether growing up too fast or what it is. Uh, but obviously he looked like a normal, healthy boy of that age and so they, they're like we can't you know we can't hide him anymore he's, he's getting too big and what they had to do was put faith in God because they knew they know it's wrong they knew it was wrong they can't take the life of their own son they... so they hit him and they tried and they, when they couldn't do it anymore they had to go to God in faith they had to go and go what can we do there's nothing we can do. So they build them an ark. It was, it was by faith that they went, you know, right, that's our memory verse. By faith, they were like, well, we gotta hide them, we gotta do what we can. And this faith goes goes deep. I mean, to put to put your son in there knowing that, I mean, there's there's alligators, there's what have you. I mean, they didn't know. Moses, you know, well, he didn't have a name at the time, but didn't know if he would make it, what would happen. And so many times we we as parents don't have enough faith to, to teach our kids what they're supposed to. We don't, for some odd reason. But they took that faith in God and went, well, we're going to put them in this ark. And you can see the picture of it, right? We can all see the picture of the ark, right? We don't need to go in it, I mean, Does that remind you of something else? The ark you got Noah in there. He was protected from what? The waters. And here we got Moses. He's protected from the waters. So I mean, that that's that's faith. I mean, they didn't know who was going to find him. What was uh, right? It could have been one of Pharaoh's guards. Could have been Pharaoh himself. They didn't know, but they took that faith. They knew that God had certain rules that they wanted to please God. That they So they took the faith and said, we're going to do what we can by faith. We're going to do it. We're going to say, God, God can use this. God can, right. God can help us out. We can't hide him no more. He'll be able to do it. God will be able to do what we can't, you know, and that's the funny thing. God, if you pay attention in your Christian walk and your faith, God never really asks us things that we can do. He wants us to do the things we know we can't do, because then we rely on Him. It's all about faith, it really is. No matter what, right? It it just keeps. It goes back. It reminds me of uh, Lazarus, where Jesus knew He was going to raise. He knew He was going to raise Lazarus, and what's He do? He could move the stone from the tomb, but He asked His disciples to. Why? Because they could. That just takes manpower. He goes, "What I'm going to do is going to be a lot." better than that and we see God doing that right here with Moses he says you know I'm going to reward them for this he had a plan he had a plan for Moses to save his people to lead them out but the ark was protected he was protected by God and the thing is, is the They had to overcome a great fear, a great fear. And I know, I know the Bible says, you know, we haven't been given the spirit of fear. But we have fears. We have it. Um, I had the uh, guys over at Hope. I wanted them to write down a list of fears and resentments and things like that, because you need to know where your fear is at. You need to know you need to go to God I mean you you have to ask him to take that away you have to you have to deal with it you can't hide from it you can't run from it um, and that's what Moses parents they knew they couldn't well I mean where are they going to hide where are they going to run so they had to deal with this fear and just take faith in God and overcoming that fear is an important part if they didn't overcome their fear I mean You know, I mean, could God still have used it? Absolutely, but we don't know how or what would have happened. But the thing about this, too, is it goes beyond just the parents. Because they had midwives, right? They had midwives that had to deliver the baby. These midwives had to be faithful as well. They had to know that God was going to take care of them. They know the trouble. I mean, they could have got in trouble. They knew the, ba- you know, Moses was born. They could have didn't. But it's because of family. Um, and that's what it's about. Family. It's about how you raise it. And we're all family, whether you like to believe it or not. Um, it, it goes beyond that. These. When we become in Christ, we all become one, and that's family. And don't be don't be ashamed to, to teach somebody else's. I, I know this is gonna, you know, I don't want to offend any mothers in here because I I know how it is as moms where somebody corrects their child or, or something like that, and dads are more dads are more laid back. You know, they're like, well, well, he deserved it. He did it. You know, whatever. You know, do what you gotta. But don't be afraid. I mean, we are. Don't be afraid to teach somebody else's child that something is wrong or, or teach them that, you know, God loves them and this is, this is what he says about it. Don't be afraid. We're, that's how we're supposed to. We're supposed to be like that. Right? We're a family. I mean, like I said, these midwives had the same faith. If you turn over to uh, Matthew 12, Matthew 12 and verse, uh, we'll start in verse uh, 47. Uh, The one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without desiring to speak with thee. But he answered and said unto them, that Told him, Who is my mother? Who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same as my brother and sister and mother. We're family. Um, d- don't be afraid. And these are what these, these midwives, they took their fear and said, I'm, I'm not going to be afraid. My God is greater. And we're going to do what we have to do. What God says is right. And the right thing is not killing babies. I don't understand why the world can't grasp that idea now. I really don't. Uh, you know, they, they, they sit there and they'll tell you that Christians hide behind the Bible and, and their God. But they sit there and hide behind their supposed science saying that it's not human life. They'll call babies fetuses or, or you know, or cells or things like that, you know. We're still all cells, even when we're up, you know, but we have something that's called a soul, and that's what makes us different. And if the world could grasp that idea, I mean, wow, you know, probably could reach them a little easier. But it's about faith. It's about who's going to affect that. Moses' parents affected these midwives. Their faith affected it. Their faith affected their daughter. Right? She's down there. I got to see what's going to happen. You imagine, you know, Moses' sister there and seeing what happens and seeing all these things and going, wow, this is like, you know, that's got to, that's really got to do something for your faith knowing that child in the basket it was supposed to be put to death that if he's found out he's going to be put to death and here it is and Pharaoh's daughter of all people you know God can use God will use anything anything for his glory and that's what we got to realize but it comes by that initial step of faith. You know, they didn't. They didn't obey Pharaoh. They said, "I'm not going to obey him. It's wrong." You know, and that's that's the hard thing. Okay, people people go and they get caught up in all this mess, and they they don't have the balance like they should. Uh, you got people. To tell you, you know, well, you're supposed to, right, um, Romans 13, you're supposed to obey the government, you're supposed to obey, you're supposed to do this, you know. And then you got people in Acts going, we ought to obey God instead of men. And people can't put it together for, for balance, can't put it together and say this is it. Look, if you need to kill a baby, then you don't do it. That is not. That's not honoring God whatsoever. That's not worship. That's, that has nothing to do with worship or nothing. You know. Thank God we have a government that doesn't say everybody's got to do that. Um, you know, as I mentioned, China. You know, I mean, think of those people over there. I mean, there's missionaries that have been over there for for years, and all over there, there's people that have been saved over there, and they were put in that position. But that's the thing. You you, you got to have balance with these things. You can't You can't say I'm going to obey the government and no, it has to do with it has to do with God. What does God say about it? If they're not keeping you from worshiping God and if they're not keeping you from disobeying what you know is right, then you do it. If not, then that's that's something you got to do. And you know, unfortunately, that's what it's it's coming to for all of us. It's coming to that point where if the Lord don't come back soon, then we're going to have choices to make. We're going to. They're going to they're gonna put laws, and we're going to go, I can't do it. And that, that just like Moses' sister, is where our children, our family is going to see the faith we have. It's going to affect them. Are we willing to do this? And then we do it. And the children see that and go, why is he doing this? You know? It, it, it's faith. It's faith. I know this has to do it. And it will affect your children. It will affect your family. I mean, believe it or not, I mean, we, we all have lost family. And our faith has affected them. They're still lost. and, and they're, But they're going, "What what is going on with him? What, why is he such a weirdo now, you know? <laughs> what is he doing you know, um, you know. I had that talk with uh, with uh, my brother. You know, and he he does he he absolutely doesn't want to hear it. But my faith has affected him to the point where, uh, you know, he's he's at the thing where things happen between him and his wife. They're separated. They're going to get a divorce and all that but he came to a point where he started asking me questions going, you know, is this, you know, you know, I know you and Patty had problems. What happened? And I said, Jesus happened. He came into my life. He made me realize I ain't as good as I think. And I'm going to mess everything up if I don't have it. But I got to tell him that. He's still mad at God and he won't come, but it's questions. It's it's things like that. Your faith will affect. Obviously, it's it's up to them whether they make that final choice or not, just as it was with the parents and the midwives and, and their sister. But it's the faith that goes out, and they see it. If you don't show anybody faith, they're not going to want to. Uh, and, and that's the thing. We hear, well, when you witness to somebody, they got to know you, you're, you know, you believe it, and you believe, and that's that's true. Faith is what shows you believe it. You know why do you do this? Why do you do this? Because God told me. Well, how do you know it's right? Because God makes <laughs> God makes the rules. That's all I know. Well, how do you know there's a God? I mean, I get asked weird questions sometimes. So, I mean, I do. I talk to Pastor Kenny a lot, and just like I, I like I don't know what this is like why do i get these weird questions but its faith it's faith faith is how i answer them and faith is what makes me want to find the answers for them we need to know these answers we need to know what's going to go down we're rewarded for faith right we get we get blessings and it's it, i mean god is so awesome to think that, yeah, we, you know, we need them and we need to be saved. We get saved, but I mean, to get, I mean, to get everything else on top of it. You know, um, I keep seeing this uh, thing on social media where people, uh, I know it's bad, but it's, but I, I like this saying, it's, it's God didn't give you another day because you needed it. God gave you another day because somebody else needs you. And ain't that the truth? That's what we, we know where we're going. Right? I mean, we still we still deserve, I mean, look, for wages of sin is death. That doesn't change. Okay? And for God to just give these extra blessings to to use, to use me, to use it. I mean, I never thought my. Never thought in my life I'd be up here. I never thought in my life I would talk to people about God and Jesus and, and heaven and never in my life. And even when I got saved, I never even imagined me being here. No way. I said, Nope. I don't want it. I don't want that. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. It's it's one of those things. I don't want to. You know, it's uh, you don't want to mess up. You, you don't want to not please God or upset him in any way, and boy, you're up here, take a lot of chances if you don't if you put all your faith in them and say, "Hey, get me through this." But that's the thing. I mean, we should be doing we should be letting our kids see our faith, letting our families see our faith. When's the last time we stepped out on faith to do something? Uh, as I was doing this. Uh, you know, getting ready and, and, and thinking about this, you know, I thought about my brother. Because he was he's one of the ones, I you talk to him and he, I don't want to hear it. You keep talking like that, I'm not even going to come around. I mean, that's, that's what he says to me. But when's the last time I've gone out on faith and said, you know what, Lord, I'm going to pray about this. I'm going out on, on faith. I'm going to tell him again. I don't. I don't want to sit and wait for him to ask more questions. I'm going to go on faith and tell him. God can do something with that. He can do something with that. You know, we just don't like what sometimes happens. Because what can happen is he cannot. He cannot talk to me for years and then come around. I don't know, but I know God will use it if I do that. If I set these apart like this. But that's another thing. Uh, uh, siblings, siblings play a part in other people's faith, right? You. Uh, um, sorry, I don't want to get. <laughs> I trying not to get a little emotional, but Jack, I I love that boy, and he's been pushing lately. But um, I love him, and what 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 I've seen with him. Did, did I never had I didn't have a. You know, I had a Catholic background. You, know, you walk in the doors, you'll you'll be lucky if somebody says hi. You really will. And if you say hi to them, you'll be lucky if they don't give you a dirty look. That seriously, that's how it is. Everybody's out the door. Nobody's holding the door for anybody. Maybe if there's like a 90 year old woman, somebody might hold the door, but other than that, probably not. But Jack has that, and Jack, uh, not a doubt that the reason why Sean um, professes faith in Christ is because of Jack. I mean, I've heard these little boys sitting there in the middle of the night talking or just driving talking. (laughs) And, And it starts out crazy. It does. It starts out crazy. But that's, you know, that was Jack's faith. Jack had faith. Why? Because we told him about faith. You all told him about faith. Nursery, junior church, that affects everybody. That's the way. It should be a family of faith. You know, uh, it, it's just awesome. I mean, I don't know what the other kids talk about. I mean, I'm sure. Every, all the kids get together and talk about God too. At some point, I don't know. It might be like you know, weird stuff. I mean, Sean, th- Sean would go up to kids and talk about ninja kicking Satan in the face, and I, you know, I don't know stuff like that. I mean, it's just weird, you know. But but it's faith. It's good faith. You know. It, it's great to know that little kids can go out and say, "My God is greater." And sometimes the kids' faith helps us more, because we see them and go, "Wow, wow! Like, man, I've been, I've been really backsliding. I've been slacking, haven't I? Like, they're, they're just like so full, of, you know." Um, and we have VBS coming up, and that's a perfect example. Uh, we got VBS coming up, and I told the boys, and Sean's like, do we have anything to hand out? I'm like, I I don't know yet. And he's like, I want to invite all the bullies in my class. I mean, why would you want to, I was like, why would you want to invite the bullies? Well, because they need Jesus. If they have Jesus, they'll probably be nicer. (laughs) You know, I mean, and that's, you know, simple things that we don't think about where faith can affect anybody, where we can, we, we should think like that hey, that person's all, you know, you go to the store, you see the same person in line or, or something or, you know, you run to them and they just look miserable. And it's like, hey, you know, I know they're lost. Maybe, you know, maybe I talk to them a little more. They might be a little happier, you know. I sure am, you know. I mean, I hope everybody else is, you know. You get, you know, you accept Jesus as your Savior. I hope you're a little happy, you know. I mean, our, our attitude's getting away sometimes, but <clears throat> for the most part, it's encouraging, you know. He encourages us. You know, David encouraged himself in the Lord when he was down. And that's what we need to do. We need to teach our children how to do that. But also what we see in here is a cry for compassion. Uh, Pharaoh's daughter went to, you know, wash herself and, and do all these things. And she saw the baby. I mean, obviously babies get hungry uh, you know, they get dirty, they get wet, they get. You don't know. And, and it doesn't state how long Moses was there for. It doesn't. Uh, we don't know. But I can guarantee, you, I mean, unless you, you know, have a perfect baby, uh, babies cry at some point. And if they, if they needed food or if they needed to be changed or something, they're going to keep crying and keep crying and keep crying. And I can imagine this, this, you know, baby sitting there in this cry. And then Pharaoh's daughter just, you know, like, what is that? And having compassion. Having compassion, even knowing when she goes over to the baby, looks at the baby, knows it's a Hebrew baby. Compassion. And some have compassion making a difference, right, in Jude. There's nothing wrong with compassion. Our Savior had compassion. The shortest verse in the Bible is Jesus wept. And that that gets to me. Because you think about Jesus weeping. He didn't go there right away because why? He knew Lazarus was going to die and he was going to raise him. He knew he was dead. And still yet he cried knowing he could raise him that's compassion that that's true compassion doesn't matter if you can fix the problem it doesn't matter if you, what you can do it matters if you have a little compassion on somebody and that's what we all need um, especially a lost world they really do um, They need to see your faith. They need to see your compassion. You know, and and I know there's been people that have been saved by just going the hell route straightforward. But let's be honest. I mean, what they need is compassion. The reason why they're in the trouble they're doing and doing it is because they have a void. And they don't know the void. I mean, let's let's be really brutally honest they they don't know they have a, they're missing a void. For the most part, they don't know that they're missing something. I I didn't know and I was in a religious setting, in a Catholic church setting and I didn't know what I was missing. I heard about him on the cross. I you know, it's not like they don't say Jesus was crucified. I didn't know. But I knew I was missing something. But why? It's because you have that in you that knows that you're, you're not as special as you think. You're not as good as you think. And we don't know what to do about it. And the problem is, is, is that's, that's why I love the ministry that the Lord gave me. I, I love that we have pastors that had faith and trusted me to do that. Because, see, you know, addictions is going to hit a Christian and a lost person because they don't know who they are. Sometimes you don't know who you are. You forget. Sometimes it's fear. And what you do is once you find something that, that helps a little bit, you keep going back. And that's not the way. He wants us to go to him. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to have that faith because you're going through it and the pain's deep and and you don't know what to do. But you go to them. You go to them. The one testimony that I have that I still have that people ask all the time as they always ask about Eliana when Patty we knew she she died in the womb and we knew she was going to have to give birth anyways and they ask how did you get through that God and I had I was lucky enough to have Pastor Legault, passionate enough to come up to a hospital in the middle of the night to talk with us, to sit and be there. And it's because of that faith, it's because of God that we can move on. And people can't understand that. They, they don't. They, they look at you like you're nuts. And, and I'm sure that's how people were looking, you know, like, who would put a baby in a basket and put it... But it's faith that we all need a little more of that we all need to grasp and hold that we need to share? Faith should be shared. It, it really should but yeah, I picture the baby I, I picture Moses just just crying and not knowing where to go you know and and she's just going, you know what I can't I can't do it. And her father is the one that made the law that said they have to die. And she's, like, I can't do this. I have to have compassion. Right? Tenderhearted, kindness, mercy, compassion. These are things we need because they'll grow our faith, they'll grow our relationship with our Savior. Um, And then you need to be determined in your faith. You really do. You need to be determined. You need to, you know, you you have Daniel as a good example. You need a purpose in your heart that you want to do this. You know, and the thing is, purpose in your heart doesn't mean that you're going to be better, you're going to have more faith than other people, you're not going to fall, that you're, you know, that you're better than the person sitting next to you. That's not what it means. Purpose in your heart means you're willing to say no to what God says no to and let God comfort you and lead you. That's what it is. That's purpose in your heart. No matter what, I'm going to say no because God says no. And then having that faith that God's going to get me through it, he's going to protect me, and I'm going to be okay. Because I have a God that's greater than all this. I mean, how, like I said, how amazing to have a God for that, like that. I mean, to know that you mess up on a daily basis, but he's still going to be, he's going to get you through. Just have the faith. He'll get you through. Might not be easy, you know, and it ain't. There's a lot of times it's very hard. And, you, you know, you wish you can. Um, right. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to have faith with your lost family. It really is. Um, you know, I talked about my brother, you know, my father, you know, and, and it does, it hits me sometimes and you get that fear, that fear. Cause I know they're going to hell. I know where they're going and you get that fear. Like they're never going to get it. They're never going to get it. Sometimes, you, sometimes you get that fear that they got it; they don't care. But you got to get over that. You got to get over there. You got to keep going. You got to have faith. Why? Because it's not you that saves anybody. It's not. We're not responsible for the choices they make. We're responsible for the choices we make. And that choice has to be based on God. It has to be based on faith in Him. Of what he can do and how he will do it, but um, back in our in our text in Exodus, um, we see that Moses' sister, right? She just doesn't go grab her mom or anything like that. She asks, right? She asks Pharaoh's daughter, "Would you like me to grab one of the Hebrew women?" She knows exactly who she's grabbing because she knows, (laughs) you know, but she asks. So many times we don't ask. We don't. Um, You know, my mom saved, you know, she's, you know, she's in glory. I'll get to see her one day. But she was so caught up in other stuff that, you know, Pastor Kenny would come down and, and disciple her, you know, before she got bad and, you know, and she would have to change. But one of the problems I couldn't get to her was sometimes she wouldn't ask for stuff because she thought God was too busy. It's too small. It's not too small. That's what he wants. He wants your heart, every aspect of your life. You know, that that's what he wants. Ask for it. You have not because you ask not. And when you do, what do you do? You ask over your lust. You know, it's, I'm just, I'm thankful. I'm thankful we have faithful members of this church. I'm glad we have faithful members that pray in this church. um, Because that's how things get done. Things get done by our faith and our prayer. Because God goes, that's, that's my son. That's my daughter. And you're asking, and I go, that's, that's, that's bothering him. I'm going to take care of him for him. Right? He wants to answer. Sometimes we don't like the answer. But he answers, and he will answer every time. Timing and what the answer is is different. But Moses' sister, she, you know, She asked. And when Pharaoh's daughter said, yeah, she took off. She went and got, you know, got her mom. But now what we don't think about is that discussion that she had with her mother. Because her mother wasn't there. The last time Moses' mother saw him was in a basket pushed down a river. She could have been coming home to tell him he was eaten by a crocodile. But imagine that moment when she's going in there going, Mom, he's alive. He's alive, and they need you to feed him. Man, I mean, that's... You know, think about how that faith, You know, I'm sure, you know, I mean... uh, She's going to tell her husband. And she's, she's going to be excited. That faith is just, you know, it's catching. That's what you want. You know, and it's, it's, it's like, oh, praise God. What we did, he blessed. We had no clue, but he did it. He did it. He saved our son. And she still gets to be a part of her son's life in the early stages. Because she's the one that's feeding them. Probably the one changing them, taking care of them most of the time. Right? I mean, isn't that what, you know, Pharaoh and his family, they had, that's what they had servants to do all that stuff for them. And she gets there. You know, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Ask him. He wants to help you. He doesn't care how small, how big it is. Why? Because is anything impossible with him? No. So that's what he wants. He wants you to do that. He wants you to ask. But you you also need to be taught from a young age. You know, faith is... Faith is is strange it, it really is it's the strangest thing ever because it's 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 logical to believe in God. it's logical to believe that there's a being that created everything It's logical. Faith is not logical to put your baby in a basket and float him down a river. It's not logical. It's not. It's, you know. And I'm sure, you know. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I I don't have that much faith. If that was asked of me to do today, I'd be like, no, I'm running. I'll take them. I'll run this way. I I I don't know what to do, but I can't do that because I don't know what's going to happen. You know, and that's what the world can't understand. They can understand that there's a, there's a... I don't care if they say they're atheists or not. They're not. They know. They know. Why? Because, well, Romans 1 tells us, right? And then the, right in the Romans 2, therefore you are inexcusable. They know. They just can't put this faith in together. They can't put it together. And that's why it starts with small steps very small steps, faith. And as it grows and it grows and then you go out and you can do more. And it's great because you could do more for the Lord. You know, that's another thing that's weird about faith. It's not about going out there and making yourself feel good. It's you could do more for the Lord and you're going, wow, this is. And you're looking, you're like, wow, the Lord's using this. How is he using this? I don't know. But this is great. Let me go tell somebody else. But Moses eventually gets adopted by Pharaoh's daughter. Again, the strangest thing. Because they went out of faith, God used Pharaoh's daughter and Pharaoh. Pharaoh became his adopted grandfather who put the rule out there that he has to die. The guy said, oh, yeah. Let me show you something. Uh, I'm sure Pharaoh knew the age of him. He knew he was a Hebrew child. And I'm sure he it probably, you know, for somebody to make an order like that, um, I, I'm sure he's not the nicest guy in uh Tenderhearted, and I'm sure he didn't do it for Moses' sake, but he probably did it for his daughter's sake. And went, okay. Okay. It's all right. Again, a little compassion from Pharaoh on his daughter to keep him. But God kept him, he delivered him so he could deliver his people. God is good on his promises. And there's our faith. Our faith is going to him, going, hey, I, right, I mean, the simplest thing we can uh, describe faith as is taking God at his word. Taking God at his word. He said he'd save you to the uttermost. He says you get a home in heaven. He says if you want to be faithful here, you can get rewards. He's good on his promise. He delivered Moses so he could deliver his people. Why? Because he promised his people that he would deliver them. Faith. I mean, not they didn't know that Moses was going to be the one. I mean, you know, his parents. But, I mean, this is just. An example of how we could see in the Old Testament people walking by faith. And what are we supposed to do? It's all about faith for us. Walk by faith. We walk by faith not by sight. But if we're not willing to share, if we're not willing to come together as a family and do it with our sons and our daughters and and our neighbors, I mean, what, what good is it? You know, we, we need that faith. We're Makes us contagious. Where we want to do these things, we want to see. We want to see other people's faith grow. I mean, is that something that we we can honestly say? I mean, that's. You see somebody. You see somebody in the church. You know, and they're, they're struggling. They're struggling with faith. Pray for them. Help them out. Encourage them. Encourage them, because you don't know who their faith is going to. In fact who their faith is going to reach. Because it is. It's all about faith. That's how we're supposed to live our life. That's how we're supposed to. We didn't see. We didn't see Jesus. We, didn't, we don't, you know. We're walking by faith. We're walking why? Because these people, we have evidence. Evidence of things not seen. And we go and we take that on faith. And we go, yeah, it's got to be. You know, and that's the thing, and that's how you, that's that's how God asks us to come to Him in faith, right? We come to Him in faith. Come at, you know, people got that. Come as you are wrong as well. You can stay as you are, but you come as to Him as you are. You can't repent of sins without the Holy Spirit. You can't give up sin without being saved. You can't, and people get that confused. You can't. I couldn't. I saved. Oh, born again. Oh, I get it. I get it now, (laughs) you know. Um, And that's the thing. People don't do that. And you can tell by people's answers that say they're Christians. If you talk to them and they say, you know, are you saved? And they look at you funny like, well, what's that mean? Chances are they're not saved. I mean, it could be by accident, but chances are, you know. It's the way. But we we, we need to have that faith, and that's how we do it. We come to them as we are, and then we go, yep, it's got to be true. And that's the next step of faith, and then you get to the point where I know it's true, and then you get to the, I know it's true and I don't care what anybody says i ain't even I, I don't even need to buy. i mean that's sometimes that could be good or bad but it's it should you should come to a place where this is what it is I know it is I don't need to hear that I don't want to hear that because this is this is my God this is my God I know from here I don't need to know your opinion or i don't Need to know your uh, perspective on a certain verse or scripture. No. I know it is. It's God. God's given me this faith. He gives us all faith, right? I believe that's in Romans, too. He gives each person a measure of their own faith. We all have faith, and it comes by him. Let's be a family of faith. Let's have compassion for other people, especially save people. And Let's be determined to have that faith to go out and tell them, show them. This is my faith. This is where I stand. This is my God. And He can do anything. And He could save you if you would let Him. Father, I just thank you for this morning lord i I thank you just for working in my heart, showing things, taking control of me Lord um, I truly can't do anything without you Lord and we just thank you so much, Lord. we thank you for being a faithful God, Lord, when we aren't faithful, and we pray that we can all just increase our faith lord, and you just uh Pray that you be with Pastor Kenny Lord this morning with the message and with our hearts and our minds and we just pray that you come back soon. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.